You're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast. We're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra. Buckle, Buckle up, because we're about to get gabbing. So I have to tell you about what happened after last week's podcast, because things escalated quickly that evening, and I found myself on a date with Tom Cruise. Wait, what? Things escalated quickly. Okay. You know, we wrap the pod around like nine, ten o'clock, depending on what time zone you may be in. Um, yeah. And I already had a topic for this week's podcast because I did go on a date with Tom Cruise last Tuesday night. <laughs> um, this wasn't my dream. Albeit, it was still disturbing. Um, I don't know what caused me to dream this. I wouldn't say that I personally have a crush on Tom Cruise. I can see the appeal, especially like back in the day. And I mean, I guess even now, if you're like 60, because Tom Cruise is 60. Um, He's 60. He just had a 60th birthday. I didn't know that. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, he just turned 60. So, like, he looks good for 60. I'm not going to be like, he's hideous. He's <laughs> I could ever date. Like, no. But there's just not a personal interest there for me to date someone that is quite literally older than my parents. Older than my parents. Not uh, only by a few months, but older than my parents. So, the second I think about that, that just makes me want to vomit. Um, so yeah, I had a dream and it was very realistic. It was very lengthy and me and Tom Cruise were just on a date and we were walking around town and doing things. And like, I can't really recall all of what we were doing. I just know we were like out and about and I just remember everything we do. He'd be like, Oh, don't worry. I'll take care of this. Like, I'll we'll just get in my fancy car and I'll pay for this. And then I was just like, I just remember in the dream, like, I felt like I just like had to be nice like, I was, like, being really polite and just, like, okay, yeah, like, I wasn't being, I wasn't shutting it down, but I was not encouraging it. I, I don't know. Are you interested in your dream? <laughs> or, or do you have the same feelings in your dream as you do in real life? Internally, I was having the same feelings. Outwardly, I was not, like, oh, my God, I can't be here. This is crazy. But, again, I don't remember much dialogue at all. I just remember the feeling. <laughs> feeling in Tom Cruise's presence, walking down the street, and thinking, oh my god, how do I, how do I cut this off, this is awkward, like, my parents are gonna find out about this, and they're gonna freak out. Like, how do you tell your mom that you are dating Tom Cruise? (laughs) Or, like, I was, like, they're gonna, like, they're gonna see the paparazzi, because we were just, like, walking, I don't know, I don't know what caused this, I mean, of course, I've talked on this podcast. I did see Top Gun. So I guess it is somewhat relevant in today's pop culture. But, like, I'm not doing deep dives on Tom Cruise over here. Like, he's not been on my mind since um, (laughs) the movie. And it was a lot to wake up to on Wednesday morning. Okay? Um, I woke up to that, having to cope with that, reconcile what's going on in my unconscious mind. (laughs) And then two, I thought I was having appendicitis at the same time. So I had little time to worry about why I was dreaming about dating Tom Cruise. 
and immediately had to move on to going to the emergency room. Um, that would be my fourth, em uh, yeah, it'd be my fifth emergency <laughs> visit this year. And I know what you're all thinking. Sounds like there's a common denominator here and it's you. And it is me. I am the source of <laughs> most of my problems. But maybe. <laughs> but do I do will I ever feel bad about it or will I ever be convinced that it's unjustified? No, I will not. Um, because I'll tell you one thing. If one of my organs is about to burst open, I would like to know about it and I'd like to be prepared for it. And I think part of that comes to just like living alone. Uh, and like living in a, I mean, I have a, I have a ton of friends. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have people here in Austin who 1000% would take care of me, would come get me, would whatever. But my mind always goes to like the darkest place that I'm like having a true medical emergency that I like cannot even operate myself to call anyone or do anything. And I'm like on the floor of my home. Um, is that reasonable being the age that I am? Probably not, but I went to the ER. Um, good news. Not, not having appendicitis. I'm fine. Just took a little day off on Wednesday because I didn't get home till like midday once they released me from all my scans. And I just watched Love Island in the, um, in the waiting area, in the bed, <laughs> hooked up to all the IVs and the fluids. I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I like slightly like it. Um, slightly <laughs> like what, like being cared for or to what? I'm just like I think I need attention today. I think I'm like. <laughs> She's like, you know what? I just need somebody to check on me. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, that's not it, but I am good. I am well. Um, so that was like the first half of like the, it's like the middle of last week. So we record the episodes like midweek. Um, but in the span of this week, I also had jury duty, which I know we had talked about me being assigned. So it was yesterday. And unfortunately I was not selected. I was rejected. Which I'm never disappointed about. I was, I was. Um, it was all a little bit different than I anticipated it. I had been sold on it being like, I was kind of on call situation and I would like get to hang out in the little waiting room and I would get to read a book and listen to a podcast. Um, that was not the case at all, which is fine. It was still interesting to be a part of the experience. So we arrived. There's probably like over a hundred people there. Um, and then there were 45 or so, 45 or less, I think it was like 42, 43 of us that were placed in one courtroom. So we have to like check in, we give them this little card you have to fill out with your name, your job and um, like your address, that's it. So we all get in there, then they, the judge comes in, they do like excuses for people that had reasons to not be there, whether that be like they were um, not eligible. Like if you're over 70, like you don't have to participate, you can if you want to, but you don't have to, like there's things like that. So like people could raise their hand and opt out or they could be like, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow, I can't be here. 
whatever. So they released like five or six people. There was one lady though who went up for an exception. She did not get approved. She's key in the story. So then after that happens, so they know no other information about us. They send us back out in the hall and then they bring us back like 20 minutes later in a specific order. We have to sit in a specific layout in the room and they have a little seating chart with all of our names. And who is like conducting this? Like are we judges or in a courtroom? We are in a courtroom and there is a judge. There is uh two sets of lawyers on Mm -hmm. either side. There is one defendant. Um and there are security people. Okay. So I'm just curious, like who all's in the picking process? Yeah. So I mean that but the lawyers are basically the pickers with the judge's supervision. So I am in spot number thirty-three out of like I said, like forty-three. And um as soon as I don't know that I've ever said my job on here before, so I probably won't explicitly list what I do. Not that I'm like in the CIA, but um, if you know my job, if you know me, you know um, there's basically like one thing about my job that would render me probably as presumed to be a bias, to have a bias in this case. So I was really hoping for anything but a motor vehicle related charge. And as soon as we get in for questioning, they're like, so this will be a DUI case. Um, It is the state of Texas versus this um, woman who was charged with the DUI. And I was like, they're never going to pick me. And that's why I'm in spot number 33. That's my assumption. I think it's pretty accurate. They asked a lot of questions of, I was in like the back row of the courtroom and they asked a lot of questions of the people in like the front two rows. Um, so we were there for like four or five hours after that of questioning. It would just be like, raise your hand if you think that you would need a second witness to be able to um, like find someone guilty. Like if it was just one witness, would you not believe that? Would you need a second witness? Like raise your hand, true or false, like scale of one to five, how strongly do you agree with this statement? Blah, blah, blah. So I thought I answered good. I mean, you answer accurate to your beliefs, but I didn't have any ragingly wild opinions. Most people didn't. There were like two people that just like kept raising their hand. And I was like, you are, here's the thing. They don't like count you out. They're not like, okay, get out, you know? Like, so we're all just in there for four or five hours when you know half of us already have a strike through like we're not Mm -hmm. but I think they just have to humor everyone so they'd ask a question of everyone (laughs) and someone be like well what I think about this is like people are not getting picked do you think people answer like like dishonestly just to like purposefully not get picked or I think so, probably, or they're probably just a little bit more dramatic about it because they know, like, if you come off biased, then you're not going to get picked. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is at the beginning, they asked of uh, who 
if anyone in the room had been convicted of a DUI or they or someone they knew closely um, had been a victim of a DUI. And it was a, a lot of people in the room. Oh, wow. um, and I thought like those people are for sure out because they would ask them like what the scenario was. And then they would ask like, do you believe the courts treated you or the situation with the person you know fairly? And then do you believe that this would influence your decision-making at all? And like 90% of them said like, yes, it would influence my decision-making. A few said no. And I'm like, how, how not, how not? But so I'm thinking those people are for sure out for sure. Like definitely over me, they got way more personal skin in the game than I do. One of them got picked. One of them got picked. They also asked if, um, one of the questions was if we drank, um, which there were two, there were two, uh, I want to say like kids, but there were two people there that were, they were over 18, but they were not 21. So you had to answer why you didn't drink. And they were just like, we can't. And I was like, right. <laughs> They're like, I can't say I drank in the courtroom, but anyway. <laughs> like I'm literally in the presence of the law. <laughs> exactly. Like no one was going to notice or care. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so one of the ladies that said she did not drink got picked. I'm like people that I just felt like had very obvious and not that I think those people were super biased, but I'm just saying like based on the questions they asked, I would have thought those people would have been ruled out because there were so many people that were like much more middle of the ground on like everything. So I don't know. I'm just disappointed I wasn't picked. I definitely think I was the best dressed. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> and that means something, okay? That means and that counts for something. I had a good outfit. <laughs> there was there was only one person, one guy who was relatively my age. He wasn't ugly. He was on the other side of the courtroom. We couldn't fall in love. He also was never going to get picked because his grandma did die from a drunk driver. So he said he could not be in the case but again like people would be like no I like can't I would be too biased to be in this and then like they'd still be questioning that person for the next couple hours also people be farting in there I just want to say that like there was there was an old man next to me and I was like this man is 1000% farting right now and there's nothing I can do about it it was interesting we also had to take our earrings off when we went in I was like is someone gonna be pulling my hoops like <laughs> we, could be, we could be not like on our phones I'm sure if we were just like sitting there on our phones we'd get in trouble but like we could have our phones or like text someone or whatever we had to have them on silent but we could have phones but we couldn't have earrings then I don't know okay. yeah what what is the reason I don't know so that was my duty experience it was short-lived I I knew my fate as soon as I knew the case that or they just thought I was too beautiful. I don't know. They said the case would likely last two days, so it should wrap tomorrow. And then I guess I could publicly look up the verdict if I wanted to. Um, but yeah, so that was the situation. Um, I haven't had too much else go on. I had a little bit of a surprise today at work, a little um recognition so that was nice 
and I've just been watching on reality TV. So besides doing like Tom Cruise, like going into the courtroom and <laughs> all that, like pretty casual week, pretty, pretty cash. She's like, no big deal. I just, you know, went on a date in my dreams, went to the ER, went to the courtroom, watched some TV. <laughs> I gotta keep it interesting. You gotta keep the plot line, keep the people coming back to the next episode, you know? I just, I do this for the podcast to keep it, uh, right. keep it interesting. Right. So, what did you do this weekend? Did you go on a date with Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> no, but speaking of doing things for the plot, um, uh, I feel like that's a saying that people are like clutching to these days of just like, you know, if you're doubting doing something, just like do it for the plot, do it for the story, do it for the podcast, do it for the vine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the motto these days for some people. And I, a lot of times don't wholeheartedly like live that way but you know I can recognize when I need to live a little so I decided remember when I was talking about the high school reunion coming up blah 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 um well it's coming up literally on Saturday so the day after this podcast airs and I bought the ticket I bought a ticket on the last possible day that you could buy a ticket which was this past weekend and I was like, you know what, even if I show up and I walk in there and I like am terrified out of my mind and just like leave, you know what, then I did it. I did it. I don't know what I'm so scared of, but I'm like, I'm like, happen, surely. I, like literally, I don't know why I'm like kind of shaking in my boots about it. I'm like, I feel like you're really building this up and it's going to be like anticlimactic. I know. I'm sure it's going to be fine, but I think it's just because I haven't been in contact with hardly any yeah. like high school people in a, in a while, at least not closely, maybe just like on Instagram here and there, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, what if this is painfully horrible and awful and I look like a fool? Um, or, you know what I mean? On the IG story, who's going, like, back in middle school and high school, like, who's going to the dances weekend? <laughs> you could just do a little poll on the story. Who's going to the reunion? See you there. Yeah. Honestly, I might. That'd be fun. I'm like, let me know. Because I can't see who's buying the tickets. I don't know who's coming. And that's part of the anxiety. Not knowing who's going to be there, but also feeling weird about contacting people I haven't contacted in a while and being like, are you going? Right. Um, and well, like, I'm sure someone else is feeling the same way or they'll just see your story and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'll be there. Like they'll message. Yeah. Honestly, and, might do that. Might be doing that. You're welcome. So, so that happened. Um, also, my air conditioning went out and it is hot out here y'all it's it's been hot um it is it was supposedly repaired this afternoon it feels a lot better I'm currently wearing like sweatpants and a sweatshirt so I'm not sweating so I think we're in the clear but it's been out since Thursday night and it is now currently Tuesday so Pretty much all weekends it was out because you know how hard it is to find workers on the weekend these days. So, okay, Karen. 
I'm just saying. I mean, not that I had to take care of it. Like, my apartment complex had to take care of it. But still, it's like, you find out something's not working on a Thursday night. You wake up Friday morning and you're like, yeah, it's definitely hot in here. Let me report this first thing in the morning. And they're like, yeah, we can't get somebody out there until Monday. And then, oh, we also have to order a part and I won't be here till Tuesday. And I'm like, girl, it's been four days. I'm hot. I'm sweating. I'm having to walk around naked in my apartment. Like, (laughs) this is not okay. Yeah, I went through that when I lived in Cincinnati and it was not fun. So I've been dealing with that, just of the sheer heat of it all. Um, And so because it has been hot, um, I tried to spend most of my weekend like out and about in places that had AC. That's not my apartment. (laughs) AC. So I'm like bopping around, going to stores I don't need to go to. I went to Walmart. I haven't been to Walmart in a really long time. I was like, let's see what's going on at Walmart. Um, You know, just popping around. And then I decided to go to the bar that I've talked about before that's like across the street from where my mom lives. She's a regular there. It's where we won the trivia that one time. It's her regular spot. And I decided to go there on Friday night for some fun times and then I also went back on Saturday night for some fun times so it's been a whirlwind and I'm just gonna say this and then I'm not gonna mention it ever again but basically my mom and her boyfriend are conspiring to set me up with a bartender at this bar and it's been a wild ride it's been a wild wild ride so I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna go into details. Maybe I will eventually if anything like comes. Awkward ride. I'm like awkward or wild makes it sound like y'all did some wild things. So let's okay. Make- yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I was like, I know what happened, so I'm not worried. But I'm like, as an outsider, I would be like, no, Ooh. not wild. Yeah, no, not wild is not it. But yeah, awkward for sure. There's been like third parties involved, like. everybody's in everybody's business is basically the moral of the story everybody's in everybody's business and then at the end of the day he got my phone number we've exchanged a few text messages we'll see what's going on I don't know what's going on second day update next week so we'll see what happens but next or this coming weekend I've got the reunion so I don't even know if I'm gonna make it to to the bar to see the bartender so, and also it's at the point that now that we have talked to each other, it's like, now it's going to feel like if I show up, I'm showing up for him, you know? Yeah. That's the only worry. I think it's weird. He's and I'm gonna- like, I don't want it to look like I'm here to see you because I come here. I I come here. Yeah. I was going to say, well, he didn't, he didn't, you didn't ask for this. He didn't ask for this. Really Angelique asked for this. So. I know. Blame it on my mom, okay? She means well. She really does. But she's over here trying to play matchmaker, and I'm just like, what have I gotten myself into? So we'll see. Um, we'll see. If, if anything comes to fruition with this bartender, you know I'll let y'all know. But as of right now, I'm just there for the good times and the AC and 
I'm not looking for love right now with this bartender. <laughs> He's like, okay. did you use me for AC? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just here for some drinks, some hospitality, and some cool, cool air. Yeah. So, but other than that, um, I've watched some things, and I know that we both watched, you know, obviously The Bachelorette and the shows that we talked about last week, so we'll continue on those, but I also watched a new movie recently. It's not a new movie, actually. My bad. I misspoke. It's a new movie to me. But it is a Miles Teller movie, and we did talk about Miles Teller recently with the whole Top Gun situation and your brother and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, we got to stop talking about it because Tom Cruise is somehow sneaking into the... (laughs) (laughs) I know. He's like a layer underneath it, like we're not talking about it, but he's subconsciously associated. (laughs) So if I have another dream about Tom Cruise tonight, I'm blaming it on you this time. I'm so sorry. Well... I'm pretty sure I found this like on Amazon Prime and I think I was just like scrolling around, looking around. I think mm-hmm. this was like because I recently watched um, The Summer I Turned Pretty on Amazon Prime that it's like, you know, giving me romantic suggestions. Yeah. And so this movie from 2014 pops up and it's called Two Night Stand. Yeah. Yes. I don't know that I've seen it. I may have, um, but I definitely know what you are talking about, and I've seen the trailer, and it's been marketed to me in recent days. Gotcha. Well, it's like a romantic comedy, um, and it's really cute. It's basically like a Miles Teller, and then this girl, um, oh my gosh, I forgot her name. I think it's like Anna Lee or something, Tipton. I don't know. Basically, she was on America's Next Top Model. She was a model, and she was also in, I think, Crazy Stupid Love. Is that the one with Steve Carell, and she's, like, the babysitter? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. So, it's that girl. But there's other people in this movie, too. Like, Kid Cudi is in this movie. Um, Jessica, I don't know how to say her last name. Jor, Jor, I don't know. She's in... um, Oh my gosh, she's in, what's that show that was really popular with Blake Lively and her name is Serena Vanderwoodson. Oh, Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. That's the one. She was in Gossip Girl. So there's like some interesting people in this movie and I thought it was really cute. Basically, Miles Teller and the model, the supermodel, uh, not supermodel, but model, they find each other on a dating app they hook up and then there's a snowstorm and they're like stuck together and it's just their journey of them basically having to be together and they barely know each other and yeah chaos happens and then they actually really like each other at the end so you know it's predictable but it was really cute and I just thought I would share that so if anybody needs some more Miles Teller in their life and you've never heard of one night stand or two night stand like I have, then go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. All right, there you have it. I I don't know if I've, um, like I said, seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't think I've really watched much aside from um, 
Love Island claim to fame and Bachelorette, which I know we'll get into Bachelorette and claim to fame. So do we want to take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk Bachelorette and claim to fame. All right, so we're back from our break. We're going to get into the things we've been watching. And what was that? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Mackenzie's doing spirit fingers, and I thought she was trying to signal something. I don't know what's going on. Uh, anyways, we're going to get into all the things we've been watching. Mostly, it's been Love Island, The Bachelorette, and Claim to Fame, which we talked about last week. Love Island... We don't even know if any of y'all watch Love Island UK, um, so we're, we're not really going to chat about it. Unless somebody just happens to reach out and says, yes, give me all your thoughts, we're just going to breeze right on by because to our knowledge, Mackenzie and I are into it way more than maybe the average person. <laughs> yeah, so all I know is that recently they had their really spicy episode where everyone has to give each other a lap dance and a costume and it's just always a good time to watch it's just so awkward it's not like you're watching it in that kind of way it's just funny it's funny no like they'll just like put some people in describing things in interesting ways so she's like it's the best episode i'm like it's not like you're watching it in like a sexual enjoyment No, no 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 it's so it's so like funny. it's funny and it's like a little shocking because some people might shock you some people might just horribly fail and be awful like right. they'll just put random people in like slow motion and you're like what the heck is going through their mind why would they ever do that in a million years you know what i'm saying like it's just wildly entertaining that episode and just it's wild because i'm like these people sign up for the show knowing that this is going to happen. And I just am like, I could never in a million years do this. Just like never, ever, ever. Yeah. It's a whole different, different vibe. But, uh, so if that sounds interesting to you, you should check it out and then we'll chat about it. Um, but the classic dating show is the bachelorette and the bachelor. So we're going to get into the bachelorette um so excited we're like so now that we're moving away from our show i mean yeah to be honest it's like love island is just more exciting to me sometimes you know what i mean you never know what's gonna happen sometimes we get the behind the scenes like details more so and like bachelor you have to keep it surface level because we're stuck to two hours a week when you have seven hours a week you can go in depth I know. I'm like, you're literally watching these people wake up, eat their breakfast, eat their lunch, and party every night. Which, if you like, like, Big Brother, just in terms of, like, that kind of, like, candid content, you would probably like, and if you also like dating shows, then you mo- like Love Island more than Bachelor. Yeah, they're concerned with who's going to bring me a coffee, who's going to sleep in my bed, all of that. Bachelor, Bachelorette, you literally only see, like, three, four hours of their day. You're not seeing what they're doing 24 hours a day. And they aren't together that often. But anyway, anyway, anyway. We digress. (laughs) That was our final pitch to get you all to watch uh, Love Love Island UK. But yeah, we had week two of The Bachelorette this week. 
and it was a very interesting episode. Um, I just am still intrigued by how this whole decision-making process is happening because when Jordan D went home, which I think was quite a shock to everyone. Yeah. Like everyone was like, so does Gabby just like, did she give Rachel the green light at before the date? Just like, yeah, I'm totally not interested in him. Like if you want to send him home, send him home at whatever point. Like who, who decides it's weird. Cause some of the time, like at the rose ceremony at the end, they were like, just know like you're accepting a rose from both of us right now. But then at other times, like this moment, it's like just one of them is making a decision. And it's like, what if Jordan was like, well, I want to get to know Gabby. So take me back to the mansion right now. I know. I thought about that too. I was like, okay, so is it because he went on a one-on-one with Rachel that Rachel like claimed him and she was like, okay, so we've mutually agreed that whatever I say about this person is fine. And like same goes for Gabby's one-on-one date with, um, Nate, like, I guess maybe Rachel was like, that's fine. You can have that one and you can decide. Like, did they communicate that to the contestant? Like, did they <coughs> Jordan to the side off camera? Are they like, so I know you're probably thinking like you might want to get to know Gabby, but Gabby has let us know um, that she is okay with you leaving tonight. Like, <laughs> I know. Sorry, it's interesting. Like a callback. Um, I know it's just, it's never made clear because like you said, what if he was like, okay, well, Rachel's not the only option for me. Like, what if, yeah, what if something could go on on the other side over there? I think there's more logistics happening behind the scene. I don't really think it's chaotic. Yeah. As a viewer, they don't have time to explain to us how all this is happening. And I'm sure there'll be more of a format as it gets further on. It obviously looks like the girls will like present roses like to accept from them and to that point I don't know if I would assume so if they're trying to like confirm like are you still interested in both of us if like both of them could potentially extend a rose to someone um we'll find out yeah but then at that point is it like picking soft like pick picking like kickball teams and you're like well whoever says the name first, like, gets them on their team if they accept. Well, that's why I'm thinking no. I'm thinking, like, they're going to let, like, they both like Eric. Eric could get two roses, and that's how he knows he's continuing on with Gabby, and he's continuing on with Rachel. Oh. So it's like they're almost kind of having their separate seasons or groups, and they might have, like, different numbers of people at a certain point, maybe. I don't know interesting i never even thought about someone getting two roses i just assumed it makes more sense to me like the further on you get because like if i get a rose from like gabby but i'm still talking to i still like rachel i like i think it would be good to have that confirmation especially once we get to things like hometowns like you need to know are you going to two hometowns you going to one hometown like i don't know it's gonna play out but that's what i'm envisioning gotcha well we're all all of this is speculation because clearly we don't really know the formula if there is one but it is just like a lot to think about and i feel like we did see more of the like emotional 
ish push and pull in this episode or like it's beginning already in episode two of the like I don't know if he likes me I don't know if anyone likes me what if everybody likes one person and not me and like you're just like oh gosh like here we go it's happening yeah I know I know they both kissed Logan and people were like why didn't Gabby tell Rachel which people are speculating that she did tell her that they edited that out which is definitely a possibility but it kind of reminded me of the situation you were talking about last week you're like I would just be like oh that's great go for it and I'm like I would not I would (laughs) again not that I would like come in like that is my man but I'm like especially I'm like girl it is day two and you're just gonna say like well she can have him well, see, I just, have, I, wait, what'd you say? I'm sorry. So they might not be compatible. You gotta, you gotta have a chat. You gotta crack on with everyone and see, see how it goes. Yeah. But I mean, I think Gabby and I were just similar in thinking like, it's not worth it. Like, it's not worth it. Just, you I know, like it your life. but maybe she just already knows like, eh you win some, you lose some. You know what I mean? That just doesn't seem like how she actually feels. And I'm like, I think if she really, really cared, then she would say something. But it sounds like maybe she doesn't care all that much just yet. Maybe she was like, yeah, I thought it was something. But now that she tells me her side, I'm like, well, forget him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which again, I think Gabby probably did say something. So I think she did, but I would also like, if I was in that situation and the other person didn't say anything and then weeks later was like, yeah, we've been making out this whole time. That would be awful. I would be mad at that. Tell me on day one, like the same day, like the very first day, because neither of them are probably that invested yet. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you might be like, oh, I really like this person. But if you tell me 20 minutes after, bring me down quick. Like, don't, don't tell me in two days or two weeks or whatever. So, yeah, it's already happening. It's already happening. It also, not super duper scandalous, but it like kind of sort of happened with Mario, who was Gabby's first impression, Rose. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, I really spent a lot of time with Gabby and it was great, but this week I really wanted to like have my time with Rachel and they're having a grand old time and I think they kind of stuck it to him by giving him the last rose. They made him sweat a little bit. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Um we also had, like you mentioned, the dates with Nate, which was super cute. He obviously is just a really sweet guy. He's got a daughter, as he mentioned. Which I think I called, honestly, when we did our um, cast. I, think it was in, I thought it was in his bio. I think it's in his thing. He didn't say specifically he had a daughter, but he said looking for someone to complete his family. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and that. I was like, I'm guessing he has a kid. Yeah. So, not that that's like a super hard code to crack, but I was just like, he has to have a kid. Yeah. Um. So that seems to be going well. Him and Gabby seem to have a lot of fun. Then we had the group date. The stripping thing was weird to me, especially because it was the morning after the cocktail. Like they had not even known these people for like less than 48 hours. Yeah. And 
it was also very like it was well, like, like a pageant but i'm like what kind of pageant is <laughs> they were like five feet away from them and there obviously was no talent involved like at least in some of the other dates like there's a they're under the guise of like you have to tell a story you have to do a dance or there's like a theme this what? was just put on some speedos and stand five feet away and like do whatever you want. And then we're just going to like internally rate everyone, which I know Gabby and Rachel themselves are not the ones actually picking this date, but it just felt weird too for like the timing. Maybe it would have been less weird in a couple weeks. Yeah. Well also I think just the location as well, because they've done things like this in the past with guys but it's been in like a theater and they'll add the added pressure of like a random live audience or something like that and they'll have like maybe a guest judge or like that time they had drag queens be the judge you know what i'm saying like it's like more funny this felt intimate (laughs) this was literally in the living room of the mansion and i'm like what's going on here it's giving playboy mansion vibes (laughs) it's it's giving I don't know. It, it just felt like everyone was very close together in that room for me. Yeah. yeah. A little yeah. tight. It was um, uncomfortable. Which when... is fun. Like, am I offended by it? No. I'm just saying I felt like it was a lot really quick. And that's all. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Even Love Island isn't doing all that on day one. So. That's true. Um... I was surprised about the date, though. I know you already mentioned it, but with Jordan um, V, the race car driver, because I really thought there was going to be something there. And I don't know what Rachel, I guess Rachel just really wasn't feeling it after a while, but that was. I think he was very boyish. He was a little too boyish and like not spicy enough. I think he was just a little too nice and. I think she thought he was going to be, like, kind of exciting and whatever, just based on being a race car driver. And then he's very, very sweet, but there's I, – I, I agree with her. I can't really see them together. I think, like, she's a little bit more – even though she's quiet, I think underneath that, when she's, like, comfortable with people or around her family, like, I know her so well, <laughs> I think she <laughs> be a little bit more fiery or, you know. yeah. And I think he's maybe just too sweet. I don't know. That was just my impression. Yeah. I understand. But didn't think he would go home early. Because why? Why? The people that we sent home last night, I was shocked by some of them. Not that anyone was like my front runner, but Meatball was still there. <laughs> Meatball's still there. Tell me why I hated during the rose ceremony. They're saying people's names. They're like Jason and Hayden and Ethan and Meatball. I'm like, this man has a name. Why are we legitimately calling him Meatball? That's his, that's what he goes by. I know, but like, <laughs> why like are we calling him that? The sad part is they did not impose it upon him. It was a pre-existing condition. It's, yeah, he likes it, but I'm like, I can't take him seriously with a name like that. I just, again, I have flashbacks every time to my almost prom date, Hoagie, so. Yeah, I'm like, his name is James. Call him James. I feel like Hoagie and Meatball are probably related somehow. (laughs) Um, We lost lost Ryan, who 
was like the Boston guy who was having that banter back and forth with Gabby on the first night. And I really thought that they were vibing. And then we saw a clip of him saying, I am 100% here for Rachel. And I was like, since when? And he went home. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm going to mention all the people. Colin, he kind of had like longer hair. Brandon, Chris, which we need to talk about. Um, Justin, Matt, and John. Some of those people were fading into the background. Chris, I feel like we kind of knew wasn't going to make it that far, like just based off of his bio, but he's the one who's stirring the pot. Yeah. He's the one bringing up fantasy suites. Yeah. And what... He's just a, a, a plain as day, another Carl. So there's just, he's not even worth the energy of talking about. But I did Was love he that. One of the motivational speakers? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I was just curious. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I did love that they got to break up with him together, though. <laughs> they were like, yeah, and that's right. <laughs> they were feeding off of each other for real. Exactly. Like, you know, you could, like, if you couldn't think of what to say next, the other person could jump in. I'm like, that's like the one upside to this. Like, yes, you might be in love with the same people, but you can like tag team the breakup, which that just sounds great. I can't imagine. <laughs> in real life. I'm just picturing you and I just like yelling at some man in a bar, just being like, you need to leave right now. Okay. We're not interested. Okay. She said no. And I'm saying no. And you need to leave. <laughs> I think in that situation, Sierra, depending on what the situation is, I would just be like yelling at this person or being me. I would just be being mean to them. And Sierra would, depending on the situation, possibly be crying or on the verge of tears. <laughs> so she's like emotional. Like, even if you're mad, I feel like sometimes you're just more emotional than me. And I'm just like, I'm just going to be mean to you. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And that's not nice. You can't be doing that. And I'm like, yeah, and you're ugly, too. And why is your name Meatball? That's disgusting. Get out. <laughs> just degrade them. Just, you know what? And you're ugly. And your mom's a hoe. And, like, just. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't really say those things. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I would just be a little bit more aggressive and, like, argumentative and, like, logical. And I feel like you would come from the, like, emotional standpoint of whatever the. It the depends on what they did. Because of the two of us, I am more emotional, but when I get into a heated conversation, I can also be very cold and mean. So. Roasted. So watch out. We've never were... seen that side, but it can happen. So we would, we would annihilate your mans if he's out here acting like that. We yeah. would. And we'd enjoy it. I'm um, like, the only person we both collectively ever dated, R.I.P. David from... <laughs> I'm like, we can't say that we're completely unlike uh, Rachel and Gabby because we did want to stay the same man, even if only for, if only for a night. If only for, like, what? How many minutes? Five. I think you five. Like, literally five minutes. But it's fine. Well, he did come on the podcast. I mean, really, that was an iconic moment in the podcast history. And it happened, like, within the first, like, 20 episodes, I want to say. Yeah, it's up there with one of my faves for sure. Yeah, I mean, people when people heard that one story, they like 
rush to go listen to it. The rest of our episodes are like, screw that. But R.I.P. David, we did not break up with him in a formal <laughs> Things just fizzled on that love connection. But hope he's doing well out there. David, if you're listening, and we know that you are, we wish you the best. And we know you're an, a loyal listener. Um, <laughs> hope you're doing well. Um, do we want to switch to Claim to Fame? Because I don't really care about yeah. anything. Yeah, she's like, because I don't really care. Let's just move on. Yeah, me. that's totally fine. Um, so claim to fame, I didn't have as many thoughts this week. Um, it is interesting, like seeing some of the clues come out more, and some of the people have been revealed. We now know, of course, officially that um, the one girl I don't know her name even is Brett Favre's daughter, which yours truly cracked Brittany, that. maybe? Yes, it's Brittany. Can't be her name? Yeah, I cracked that code week one. Yep. But confirmation. Um, and the funny thing is, you, like, messaged me while you were watching it about thinking that that guy, Chris, right? That's his name. Um, was related to Zendaya. Like, you were looking through her Instagram. Mm-hmm. I never formally said it out loud and I never like did a Google search or an Instagram or anything like that. Cause I didn't think it like that concrete, but I did have a fleeting thought at like the very start of the episode. I was like, he could be like Zendaya, like related to her, but I was like, I don't know that he looks just like her. Like they have similar skin tones and that's about it. And that feels a lot generalized. <laughs> well, it, it feels like a, not a solid you know, exactly. You're like, I'm literally only going based off of skin color. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, this person's white, this person's white, so are y'all related? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I was like, there's no way, because I I hadn't put any of the other clues together, but I was like, what if it was in there? And then, because I, I forgot that she was in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, they showed the spider clue, and I was like, well, she's dating Tom Holland, but, like, I don't think that they would put a clue about the celebrity's, like, person they're dating, and you I have forgot that she's also in the movie. Well, I haven't seen it, so, like, when I saw her on the red carpets, they're dating. I thought she was there as the date. Because she's one of the stars. Listen, I've been busy with Tom Cruise lately. I can't keep up with all the Toms and who they're dating in all of the action movies. I can only do one at a time. It's but, fine. Well, also, it clicked for me, honestly, not because of my own brain, but because somebody else said it. But I knew 100% that X, the guy in all black, I'm like, he looks like someone that I know. Like, not yeah. personally, but I'm like, he looks like someone that I have seen before. And then when the Orange is the New Black yeah. who came, I was like, 100%. It's Lemur and Cox. 100%. Yeah. They, they look like they could be twins. They are twins. If you take off the, the makeup and, like, push his hair out of his face, they're the same person. Yep. They yeah. are actually twins? Yeah. I'm like, they are twins, so. Okay. I'm like, they look like they could be twins. They talk the same the way their mouth is is exactly the same i'm like ah. yeah i did think it was funny that um chris also 
guessed or hinted that he thought, I forget what her name is, uh, the girl that is um, Whoopi Goldberg's granddaughter. And I was like, yes, I think they just have a distinctive look that it's easy to tell. Um, I think some of the others are hard. I'm thinking that the country boy is going to be related to Jason Aldean. I think so too. And also last week I was like, he looks really familiar, but I don't know where I've seen him before. It's TikTok. I've seen him on TikTok. Yeah. He has like videos on there of him singing and I've, I've seen him personally. And so I still can't confirm that I know who his famous relative is, but I also think it's probably Jason Aldean. Well, there was a green tractor. Well, I guess I don't know that it was a tractor, but it was a tractor. And it was a tractor. It aligns with the Jason Aldean song. So I'm thinking Jason Aldean there. And he's from Georgia, so. Yeah. I love, I just love Pepper. And (laughs) (laughs) Pepper. the fact that her name is Pepper, like. Do we know if that's her real name? Yeah. Fake name. name. I think so. And I think, is Pepper the one who's related to a model? Um, I did find out who Pepper's relative is through the internet. Oh, okay. Don't tell me. No spoilers, please. Um, I don't know if she's confirming. She's probably at least said what they really are. So they're a musician. Is they're real. Um, oh. Lying about it. Um, that's well, all. Somebody's related to a model because that was one of the clues from last week. Like a 90s runway well, It could be one of the ones that's like in the background right now. Because there's a few girls that like they're not really getting a lot of screen time because they just haven't been relevant yet. Yeah, the one who played the violin. I have no idea who she is. No idea. Bold move from Country Boy to try to protect, what's her name? Brittany, Brett Favre's daughter. Yeah, Brittany, by misleading little Pepper, <laughs> he was like, yeah, like, definitely did not play for the Packers, played for the Falcons. I'm like... And little Pepper is just eating it all up because she's like, oh my gosh, I don't know nothing about sports. This this boy has to know what he's talking about. He's from the South. Yeah, she's like, so I'm going to take that as facts because I don't know. And I'm like, Pepper... She's like, because I just really don't trust Zendaya's cousin. <laughs> No, which I'm like, thank God Pepper made it through. We cannot be putting her through that anymore. She's going to have a mental breakdown. It would be why, I don't know why they keep picking her though, because I'm like, Pepper doesn't seem like she's the most with it at this moment. Maybe she has other talents, but it just does not lie in this game. (laughs) Who was threatened by Pepper? And why are y'all like voting her up to go vote? Like I would be trying to get somebody that's like going to get out that is a threat. But I think they also don't know who Pepper is related to. So they're probably like, well, she's probably going to yeah. get it wrong. And we don't know who she's related to. So two birds on the Pepper's celebrity is hard. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's like an, I won't say anymore, but it's, it's going to be hard to guess for a lot of people, especially I think some of the players that are in the game, just based on their demographics. Do you remember what she said the relation was? Like aunt, uncle, father? I don't remember. Okay, I can't either, but I'll have to go back and see, but it's interesting. Uh, I'm liking it. I like this guessing game that we've got going on and just like all the little conspiracies going on. I love that they act like it's so serious. Like, 
they're like it's like life or death or like they're gonna be broke if they don't mm-hmm. like when the, which i don't i don't i should probably know the premise of the show better i know they went a hundred thousand is it for themselves or for charity because like some of these people they're probably loaded because of their celebrity like if it's like their sibling or right. their like you know whoopi goldberg's granddaughter is taken care of like she's fine right you know brett Favre's daughter's just fine but like if it's like your cousin like you probably got some good gifts like they're not gonna let you starve but like is your whole life fully funded i don't know yeah operation works i don't either i can't remember if it if it's for charity or not but that's a good question maybe we'll find out We'll say they haven't that. said like for your charity. They're just like the hundred thousand dollars, which which I bet that whoever wins, like maybe they will donate like a portion of it. You know what I'm saying? Five thousand. <laughs> anyway, I think that wraps up this week's episode. Um, thanks for coming along. Say prayers. I don't have dreams about six-year-old men tonight um and we will come back with you next week we're gonna give you an update on um the high school reunion mm-hmm. I'm going on a boat boat girl now um <laughs> you never know what else i might do in the next week it's always a uh, wild card over here but we Not will like you don't end up in any more er's yeah, as long as I don't go to a sixth ER visit this week, um, <laughs> we'll consider it a success. So, with that, we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Okay, bye.